Hey. Hey, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? Happy I'm doing Friday. Great. Happy Friday. Busy weekend today. Hey, welcome to Over 50 Starting Over, everyone. I'm Barry Edwards. And I'm Merle Garrison. Yeah, man. So we got uh, mine and Lisa's birthday celebration this weekend. Oh, boy. Yeah. So my birthday is at, I'm not going to use exact dates for some reason. I just don't like doing that, but mine is at the end of January. Hers is at the end of February, exactly four weeks apart. So our birthday falls right in the middle, which is Valentine. I'm sorry. The average falls right in the middle with, which is Valentine's day, which is also the 13th year anniversary of us meeting. Wow. Congratulations. All that's a very important data in a number of different ways. And so our family, my mom, my brother and sister-in-law always take us out to eat sometime around uh, this time. And uh, this weekend, it is Saturday. We're going to um, something of a fine Italian restaurant called Piccolo's in Mayfield. Oh, Oh, We've all know, never been there. Kind of familiar to me. It, somehow it sounds familiar to me. I don't think it's like a, a unusual uh, Italian name. No, no. But but that's ringing a bell to me for some know, All of us have not why. been there before. I looked yeah. it up online and it's a really pretty place and the menu is terrific. I'm probably going to get some kind of seafood pasta. Oh, God. Mm. Mm-hmm. You already know, huh? Uh, that's when we go to a nice Italian place. It's usually what I end up with and I'm never disappointed. Are you the kind of person that uh, before you get there, you always know what you're going to get? Like you look at the menu ahead of time. Or, no. no, I think we discussed this before. This is real. I look at the menu and I start getting some kind of crazy idea in my head about what I want. And on the rare occasions where I don't run it by anybody, I just like save it for the waiter, waiter or waitress. Uh huh. I screw up. I got to run it by Lisa. And she's always like, you're not going to like that. You're going to like this. Yeah, I'm terrible about ordering for myself. I really I am. do. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, do you remember? I, I told you this story about in Florida, which, hey, we're going in, what, three weeks, two weeks? Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, last year, my last meal there, I we went to this uh, brunch place that's really uh, everybody's talking about. And I didn't tell anybody, you know, everybody's talking about what they're going to order and all this, these fancy dishes. Mm -hmm. They get to me and I go, uh, bacon cheeseburger. And Lisa goes, (laughs) what? (laughs) And I'm like, bacon cheeseburger. I'm thinking, how can you go wrong with that? Right? Yeah. It was horrible. It was what? It was the worst meal I had the whole vacation. We had all these great meals, right? Um, it, because she's like, and, and after I tell her, like, it was terrible. She goes, of course you did. You didn't even read it. She goes, if you read it, <laughs> you'd see that it's on a big pretzel bun, which you hate. <laughs> and, and it's in sweet barbecue sauce, which you hate. And, that, and that's all I could taste with this big giant pretzel bun that overwhelmed the entire burger. And this sweet barbecue sauce, which doesn't go with a burger whatsoever, in my opinion. It was terrible. Mm, man, what a story. How, how did we get down that road? I don't know. Just, you know, it's just interesting how, how everyone's got a different thing going on when they get to the restaurant. Yeah. And yeah. So then, yeah. Anyway, some people do a lot of research before they get there. Yeah. No. And Lisa usually does. And she that's does. what I just, I, I've I, don't, I don't, I don't do that myself. 
Yeah, I am very defiant. And it's like, it pains me to even say that I refer to Lisa on these things. It pains me because I'm such a rebellious because person. Because the madness but, inside of you. Yeah. You know, that's it. But man, I got to tell you, when I'm looking around at everybody else enjoying these great dishes and I'm eating and something that I ordered that like. I screwed yeah. up. That's hilarious. I know that is the worst. It is the worst. And my brother is really good at ordering. Like uh, whatever he orders, I'm usually like looking at it the I whole wish time. I ordered that. <laughs> have you ever have you ever uh, ordered something and you took a few bites out of it and you're like, uh, I wish I ordered that guy's plate yes. and then sent back what you had? No, no, I don't can't. I can't think of a time. I just suffer through. I figure like I'll li- I'll live to die another day, kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I understand that that's an acceptable thing, you know, that they mm-hmm. don't have any problems switching it out. Cause they want you to come back. Yeah. You know, it depends the on They're how good the restaurant money off of that one meal. They want, they are looking for the recurring revenue on this. That's and true. if you get the meal that you like, you're going to come back. That's true. That's very true. Uh, gotta ask you second full week there now oh the flag made it to the uh bottom of the floor there yes okay you. so we're we're starting the staging process here <laughs> it's 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 all happening barry it's pretty exciting going on here because our our, our house is becoming a home uh, yeah. this past week was a, an amazing transformation we still have a long way to go but uh as far as boxes unpacked i mean we've got the majority of them unpacked and now nice. it's a matter of where to put everything and just staging and things uh-huh. like that. And that's kind of the fun part. Uh, I think I it is you. too, because you get to make your dream, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Piece of uh, Yeah. You've seen it all come together and everything and feeling like, feeling like home. I got to tell you this morning I woke up and I just felt so good in my house. Um, I saw uh, an amazing sunrise this morning as oh, well. Nice. And uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh V- the the morning star venus comes out this month uh, it's appropriate i never thought of it valentine's day happening uh this month and the morning star comes out this month it's venus uh okay I wait a minute that it's, venus is called the morning star yes uh and, i didn't know and, that and <laughs> i uh i i heard that it's at right around the horizon right before the sunrise and uh, i went out this morning and took a look at it it's about maybe 30, 30 degrees up in the air. It's brilliant. I mean, I if you get a chance to see that, look at it. It's huge. It's huge really? in the sky. Yeah. It's and a, is it's it an amazing sight? Is it every year at this time? It Apparently comes out like it is. I got an I article on that to talk about that. Oh. Uh uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, apparently this uh, this month, a couple other planets are, are going to be visible. Um, all of the rock planets are visible what does that this mean? month. OK, so uh, you've got uh, Mercury, Venus and Mars are going to be able to be seen uh, at one Mercury. time in the sky. Mercury is a rock planet. But it's so far away. And what does that mean, a rock planet? It's not gaseous? It's like, for instance, uh, Saturn and Jupiter, uh, Uranus, they're all gas planets. Um, oh. So these are the rocks. So while you're, we're a rock planet, obviously. So while you're standing on Earth, you'll see all the other rock planets at the same time in the sky. These are all going to be visible. And also the moon, apparently, I think it's around the 25th of the month. There's a, a crescent moon will be in 
in the sky. So you'll be able to see all those and be on the other rock planet at the same time here in, uh, in, in February. That's interesting. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I didn't either. Didn't Pretty cool. But Never heard of rock planets before. Check it out. Yeah. And I don't either. see how you can see Mercury. It's so freaking far away. And small. And yeah. it's, you know, it's right next to the sun. You're but right. uh, apparently it's on the on the right side of the sun where we'll be able to see it at this time of year. I've never seen Mercury in the sky before. Mm -hmm. It's got to be so freaking hot there, man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it Mercury for nothing. Right, right, right. Hey, in this upfront part of the episode, I got another one of these really valuable Cleveland Clinic email tips. Uh, you know, from time to time, we talk about taking care of our hearts, uh, a subject near and dear to me because heart disease runs in my family. My grandfather, on my father's side had a fatal heart attack. I think uh, probably his third one was fatal. And my father had a heart attack, but he actually died of leukemia a couple of years after that. Uh, and heart disease my dad died of a heart attack too and there you go so that uh whether you're, you have heart problems in your future it's something like 80 percent dependent on your genetics the family history so that's a big deal mm -hmm. so listen to this one it's dude this one's called reversing heart damage uh and that's nothing that i don't think that's anything any of us have heard before so bear with me for about two yeah. minutes all right regular physical activity is one of the most effective habits for keeping your heart brain and overall health in good and younger condition as you age we know that but what about when damage has already been done for many people it's not too late new research Search shows that the right exercise regime can help reverse heart damage in people who have a sedentary uh, lifestyle, especially those under 65. This is directly uh, for us, folks. Over time, being inactive can cause the heart's left, left ventricle, which transports oxygenated blood back to the body to stiffen. This can ultimately lead to heart failure. A mm. two-year study of mi middle-aged people found that an exercise regime can significantly improve the left ventricle's elasticity and the heart's functioning. The regime isn't just a walk in the park. However, we're being clever here. After starting with three walking sessions per week, participants worked up to four or five sessions per week. Then included a couple of 30 minute moderate intensity sessions, a 30 minute high intensity interval workout, <clears throat> then an hour long moderate, then hour long moderate intensity, intensive, intensive activity, and two strength training sessions. It sounds a, like a lot, folks, but you just work your way up to it. If you have a heart condition, this is the end here. If you have a heart condition or you've been sedentary for a long time, talk with your phys physician before starting. Increase the fun factor and hold yourself accountable by finding an exercise partner or joining a community exercise program. I think that is wonderful advice. Wonderful yeah, advice. I think so too. And for you, I would look into climbing a mountain every now and then to wow. tell you the truth. Speaking of that, uh, mm -hmm. this weekend, I finally got to go out and kind of check out where I live. And Anne-Marie and I went on this amazing hike in the Santan Mountains. Now, the Santan are the mountains that I can see right out of my back window. And that sounds so cool. Uh, 
oh it is and barry i gotta tell you this was an amazing hike it was a four mile hike through the these very well kept trails in uh in in sort of the valley in the uh in the mountain region and the i mean i've never been on a hike like this before these cactus that are out here they're the those big i don't even know what they're called but they're huge i can see one like in the cartoons just like in the cartoons they're everywhere yeah and it was surreal it was beautiful uh you know it was saturday i saw a lot of people in the parking lot but on the trail i hardly saw anybody yeah i was enjoying it so much that i really didn't take Uh, any pictures but i i'm going back i can't wait to go back and i really would like to see those pictures out here there are a ton of trails everywhere you had gone on a hike here i'm trying to remember the name of that mountain camelback Camelback, very famous out here, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there's all great kinds. Hike, man. There's another mountain Strenuous. called Superstition Mountain out here that's huge. And uh, so you take your pick where you know you can go on an easy, a moderate, a hard trail out here. Lots of them to pick from. And also another thing I'm discovering out here is bicycle trails all over the place. Oh, not only sweet. do the not only do the streets have bicycle lanes. Uh, which is really cool. But I mean, the actual Very bicycle cool. trails, all they're all over the place. Um, I'm just now starting to discover where they are. I haven't been on one yet, mm-hmm. but I'm really looking forward to this whole thing. It's a pretty cool, beautiful area here. Beautiful. I really want, I really seriously want to see pictures. I'm sure everybody does. Um, did you get your internet? As I did. I- Jeez, they, that was uh that was really uh, a drought to there not having I, it's so it's, so it's hard not to any better we are uh it's not you mm. gotta be kidding me no uh, as i asked that question you froze up well i think it's i think it's way better than what i had that's for sure because you know what happened is i exceeded my uh my cell phone limit uh-huh. and they put you on the slow boat uh uh-huh. deal and it was terrible I mean, every time I wanted to look at a news article or something, it would take like five minutes for it to come up. And uh, I might as well not had internet. There's like a punishment that they put you on. And uh-huh. in the midst of that, the internet guy came. I did like five days of this terrible, slow stuff. In fact, it happened shortly after our, our call last week. Uh-huh. And uh, the guy came on Tuesday and it's like a miracle. Uh, and now I have, I can, I can watch TV. I actually got to see a movie this week as well. So look at you. And, yeah. um, yeah, I gotta, I'm going to catch back up on that, but I want to ask you first, who's your, uh, provider, your cell phone. Oh, it's called century link out here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to repeat something that I mentioned before, a uh, very important <clears throat> consumer tip. I just, ah, I this like week, your little deal there i just this week got my mom switched over to consumer cellular she has a 28 dollars a month plan mine ah. because of the amount of data i use mine's all of 38 dollars, and so i highly suggest you merle to switch over to consumer cellular i get no kickback whatsoever just want to help you out consumer cellular huh? mm-hmm. ah. I, and it took me i've been hearing about them for two years and it yeah. took me a solid year because I, I didn't trust it. It was too good to be true. I didn't trust right. it. And then I kept hearing more and more about them. See, I saw them on like a Super Bowl ad stuff. So I'm like, I got to look into that. When I switched over, it was as easy as swapping this SIM card out and putting that one in. Really? No interruption in service. It was the easiest thing in the world. And you're uh, Apple or Android? 
uh, Apple iPhone, mm -hmm. you do have to call or, or go on the website and make sure that your phone is compatible. I would say at least 75% are, but mm. you don't want to be canceling with your provider and then find out no. <laughs> 25%, you know? Right. So right. I, I really what do. What a savings that would that. be. Wow. That's really cool. Great suggestion right there. Consumer cellular, huh? Yes. And uh, oh, I have another thought based on what you just said a second ago. I wanted to, because you said you finally got to see a movie. I did. I, uh, I uh, watched the rest of Shit's Creek over the last week. Oh, okay. I'm glad you, you did. Because okay. of Okay. And what it's funny that you did that, Barry, because yeah. I thought about this conversation we had last week yeah. and I was like so into it, but I have never seen uh the last uh two I guess two seasons, only a couple of episodes oh. in the last two seasons. So since then I've watched all of those except for the last episode for some reason. The last I got my cable and I never saw the last episode, which I'd seen before. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause I would say the last episode was not worth watching. It was just not ruining anything. Trust me, folks, because what you, you want to find out what happens with the characters for their future. Right. Right. right and right. that it all transpires over the last few episodes, mm -hmm. the last, the very last episode they got in their minds. Cause I actually watched the behind the scenes stuff. I did that. too. Yeah. And, which I love that. It was, that yeah, was me very too. moving and how the cast came to how they cast it and how everything fell together. And then how they discovered they had a real freaking hit on their hands and they had no idea huh. and, until it, they were like way into it. And uh, anyway, so the very last episode, even uh, Dan Levy said this on that afters thing. He's like, well, we wanted to give our fans a treat, a celebration for them. It was only their wedding. His, his the two guys getting married that's all it was it all of the reveal about what is going to happen with the characters in the future already took place in the prior episodes mm, mm, so you didn't miss you, anything yeah. with the final yeah. episode whatsoever yeah yeah but so what was your opinion overall on the, the last it stayed uh, true it stayed true the good yep. writing uh yeah. And just uh, the chemistry, all of that. It, no, I was really glad that I revisited. It looked like to me, like when I stopped watching it about season five, the beginning of season five or something, it looked to me like it was all about those two guys in their shop at that point. Right, right. Totally different from what it was the first four seasons. Yes, yes. So anyways, because of what you said, I picked it back up. It was pleasantly surprised that it stayed very, very entertaining. It did. And and at the same time, Barry, uh, there were a few episodes there in season five in particular that I could totally see what you talked about. Yeah. And that's where you said you dropped off. Mm -hmm. And so while I was watching it, I was uh, there was uh, several episodes in a row where I thought hmm, these aren't hitting it like the other right. episodes I was telling Barry about. And I'm thinking, oh, he's probably going to watch it again and go, I told Burl. I don't know what he was talking about. I'm glad you liked it though, because I was feeling uncomfortable when I was watching it. But um, but I did like the after uh, the shows where they were talking about what was going on behind the scenes, and it turns out yeah. that uh, they really had become sort of a family in the background too. Mm -hmm. uh, they seemed to genuinely like each other on the set, and uh, there were so many scenes they talked about where they they actually cried during the filming of yes. this. Yes, and, uh, I thought that was uh, 
I, I, I was touched by that. I thought that was pretty cool because the scenes they talked about were scenes that I was choked up by as well. I'm, I'm going to say that um, the big one was, uh, and it was really well, the whole storyline was just done so well. Um, Alexis and her fiance, the fiance, yes. the big Ted. geologist that uh, has the, his dream job is in the Galapagos Islands. Right, right. And they, the, the, where they are in the diner and they are, they're in love. They're right. totally in love, but their futures are going in different directions. Yep. And then they showed the entire cast. This is the after series part that I'm talking. They, and this is what you're speaking to. They showed the entire cast crying. <clears throat> we're doing that scene. It was really move moving. And uh, what's her name that plays Alexis? I can't think of her name. Anne Murphy. Yeah. Anne Murphy. She has the simplest name. Uh, she's like, when, when, um, Levy, what's his name? Dan or Eugene? Eugene. She goes, when <laughs> Eugene Levy cries, oh, God, this is choking me up. She said she... Me too. They went over. She got done with the scene, and she went over, and, and Eugene Levy says, oh, come here. Come here. And he right. hugs her, and she said, and I feel his chest convulsing that he's <laughs> sobbing. And she goes, when Eugene Levy cries, and she goes, she immediately broke down at that point oh god that was moving so anyways all right you got me going my gosh i got a big lump in my throat now. yeah all right you ease know what? up I, on this I, I could take that right <laughs> away and get you laughing here in a second but i wanted to ask you before we move on from the subject was there a movie that stood out to you or anything uh, I, I did i watched a really crazy movie uh this <laughs> and uh i don't know uh how if anybody would really like this one it was called lady of the manor and uh it was uh i'll just read it i saw this on i think it was hbo uh max but um past and present collide in the supernaturally funny buddy comedy when stoner slacker hannah is hired to portray lady wadsworth Boy, are you freezing? A Southern up. Belle who died in Wadsworth Manor. Really? That's oh, too yeah. bad because you are coming through like gangbusters, right? It could be on your side. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll go Hannah, a hot mess, figures she can, she can fake it until the ghost of Lady Wadsworth appears. Anyway, this was who, a ridiculously funny one. Judy Greer is in it. I really like her. She's in a lot of these uh, rom-coms that okay. I like with uh, Leslie Mann. Uh, but it's Melanie... Uh, Lensky, Linsky. Uh, I've never seen her before. Apparently, she's been in a lot of movies. She was really good, but this is just one of those movies. I I just thought was really silly, and it was done in nineteen. I'm sorry, twenty twenty one. So just last year, it's a newer movie. Uh, it was it was pretty entertaining for me, funny, uh, and they call it a buddy comedy. So what's it called again? It. Buddy comedy. No, so, no, no. The name of the movie. I'm sorry, uh, Lady of the Manor. Okay, and you think you saw it at HBO Max? Yeah, I would check that out if I had it at HBO Max. Uh, we yeah. just kind of keep picking up another I think channel you could probably here. Probably get there. it on uh, Prime if you Ooh. have that Amazon Prime, but it but it's out there. Pretty Good funny call. movie. Yeah, yeah, check it out. I okay. I um, I gotta tell you, did you hear about? Oh, oh boy, this is just yesterday. This news broke. You know where you grew up out there in Hudson, that yeah. uh, upper upper middle class kind of affluent community. 
Yes. Yes. Well, yesterday the mayor had something very of funny Hudson. to say. Yes. And I got to oh, see if I can, I can pull this up. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I got it right here. Um, he thinks so. They're talking about proposing uh, or lifting some legislation so that um, they can have ice fishing. And he's, he's mm. okay. I'm going to read the headline. Okay, Shanties on the lake. Hudson mayor suggests ice fishing could lead to prostitution. <laughs> wow. You're, uh, he, okay. It's a and, big problem with Hudson, Ohio. Dude, he's gotten to the point. He won't even talk about it anymore. Like reporters are going crazy. They're like, what? <laughs> Nobody can find any basis for what he's talking about. So apparently right. he was a former reporter. So they're like, is this something like during your reporting days? Something came up, dude. These reporters have called every like mayor in every town along the lake and everything else and can find no evidence for this whatsoever. All I got to say is where's this guy's head? What is, what is he saw a different version of grumpy old man or something? Yeah, I and guess we, so. We saw. Wow. Okay. That is, that's I, something. I, I, I got this for you. Ice fishing is not allowed in the city of Hudson. We have a number of people who have requested the ability to ice fish. But on Tuesday, city officials discussed allowing it at city parks. A few council members discussed the possibility of someone getting injured. Ice fishing can be very dangerous. Hudson Mayor That's Craig Schubert, however, was concerned that ice fishing could lead to prostitution. If you open this up to ice fishing, oh, this is while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hudson mm. Springs Park for X amount of time? Okay. And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. <laughs> it does. We reached out what? to the man when he gave this it like a very rehearsed pause yeah, for dramatic really did, effect. He? Yes. <laughs> He's been uh, doing the community playhouse, I guess. Wow. So thank you, Fox 8 News, for that bit of entertainment. Wow. I mean, where is that guy said? Do you know what this reminds me of? It, it totally reminded me of about eight years ago or so I doing this uh designing this magazine uh an alumni magazine for a local college and uh I was in there reviewing the proofs with a couple of the higher ups and uh the one guy who was in there for the one and only time okay we're looking at graduation photos and he's all disturbed because you could see some of the legs of the of the girls in their mm -hmm. gowns mm -hmm. in their gowns dude it wasn't mini skirts and he's like well i think that's a little bit inappropriate the, the first thing i thought is where is this guy's head nobody else ever would have said or thought anything about that but he did and wow. so when you get these holier than thou guys that are like that i when it gets that creepy i have to think where are their heads well, like that you know, mayor. Come on, man. How did he come up with that? Well, when he did the the dramatic pause, it was as if we were all supposed to come to that conclusion before he acts like, uh, obviously, prostitution. Right? <laughs> we all know what happens in those shanties. What happens in the shanty stays in the shanty. Up there on the ice, man. I mean, you know how that, that's pretty, uh, yeah, pretty yeah. stuff there. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay.
What? Okay. This is a surprise. <laughs> I, I just want to, uh, this is going to switch gears a little bit, but I'm so excited about this. And I just heard this this morning, walking Charlie and uh, heard it. Uh, Crystal and Sagar were talking about it. And of course, I got to plug them every week for some reason. It's just, I get great news from them. Mm-hmm. Pelosi is starting to cave on the stock reform for Congress, just simply out of pressure. Yeah, I would imagine who would, I can't imagine her willingly giving up that gold. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, one thing that bothers me, Crystal, uh, like Crystal and Sagar always agree on everything in spite of the fact that they're on opposite sides of the camp. But neither is like she's not far left. He's not far right. 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 Um, But like Crystal has gotten on uh, on the bandwagon of the. Dan Crenshaw bashing bandwagon. And so Sagar immediately goes with that. And so almost every week they're bashing Crenshaw, who, you know, I like a lot, but I mean, he's sullied because he's part of this whole thing too. He's right. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So I wish, and and he's tried to defend it as well. Like how, how are we supposed to make money if we can't invest in the market type of stuff? And, uh, so I hate that. I wish that he would uh, just uh, speak forthright towards that, get behind mm-hmm. this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, who's gotten behind it, who's found a, a platform, AOC. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So she's uh, gotten behind it to wave her little flag, uh, get some. But, you know, what Crystal and Sager were saying is, you know, what's going to happen is they, they've already started talking about, yeah, we support this um, bill or something, which all it does is enforce, reinforce the uh, policy that they have to report what they're this is uh, something saying, that's already on the books. Yeah, that but they don't enforce. So uh, she says enforce. they're going to, she goes, just watch. They're going to try everything. Thing that they can to look like they're doing something about it without doing something about it. Yeah, sure, she's right about that. Yeah, but it's, as she, oh, that's what that's what AOC said. Oh, no, no, that's what uh, oh. Crystal said. But I what see. she also said, and I love this. She goes for once, for once, you can see democracy actually work. And what she meant by that is this started as a grassroots movement. All right. of us <clears throat> learning about, you know, we learned about it mostly those TikTokers. The TikTokers were just watching Pelosi's husband's moves doing the same thing. And we're making upwards of 20 percent in the stock. Is it that they could see what he was doing, though? I mean, how yes, that's they a, can. Yes, they, they can. Because yes, they like have to, to report doing. <laughs> <laughs> they have to report those things and how oh, where so that is. Yeah, 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 they yeah. were reporting. They were doing it. They were doing it legally. It's just yeah. totally unethical. Um, right. That's the thing is it's nothing nothing that they're doing right now is illegal. Right. Uh, It's just the fact that they're the ones that make all the rules that actually make the impacts on the on the stock market. So, I mean, how easy is it for them? And especially when they have like their spouse do it. It's so. uh, And that's another thing. And that has to be brought to the forefront, too. Okay, it's not enough that Congress can't do these. And as uh, Sager says, let them do mutual funds all day long. Nothing wrong with that because they're not, you know, participating in the trades. Right, really. Right. Right. Um, but, you know, they made the point, OK, not just Congress, but their family and friends, close friends or whatever. They're, but the family can't either. So you can't, you know, be doing that end around. 
Anyways, buddy, I think that that's a really nice place to start a chipping away on the complete corruption of every system that we have. Hello. Oh, the problem, oh man, <laughs> you froze up again. TVs. Interesting. Uh, you know what you might is... want to look into, Merle, is one of those boosters. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The pro. You know, you're coming through just fine. So I, that's the uh, interesting thing is how can how can it be on my side if you're coming through so fine? You know, here? that's like this is exactly like when someone drops a cell cell phone call and you call back and everybody fights about who's who whose phone dropped. Oh, that was you. Yeah, yeah I always you, just say my. I'm sure you it was your thirty eight dollars. Anyways, but I'm there. always on Zoom. I don't have these problems. You just got your new connection. I'm sure it's on your end. No, it's you. Okay. For you. All right. So anyways, I I just uh, threw out a bunch of stuff and I got a bunch more. I want to throw it your way. Uh, I was going to say, though, let me just back up. The Mm -hmm. the problem is, is that uh, they're they'll These guys are so smart. They're, they're they're wiggly right oh, they'll yeah. figure out another way of doing just like you said okay so they got me they got my family but my buddy joe uh yeah let me just talk to that guy you know i mm-hmm. mean they they figure it out they have yep. they always figure out the loopholes and everything but i'm glad that this is happening it's about time way overdue like i said uh, it's a it's a way to start chipping away at the corruption. And I, you know, Merle, I got to tell you, in a lot of ways, I'm feeling we talk about how America, you and I talk about how America had the pendulum has to swing so far to the point you think the earth's going to explode before it starts coming back the other way. And in so many ways, I think it's starting to swing back the other way. I hope you're right. I hope oh, you're case right. in point, everything that's been going on with Rogan the last couple of weeks. Right. And well, I'm going to go right back to another headline. If I could. Oh yeah, here it is. CNN anchor admits she is officially out of ideas on quote, what to do about Joe Rogan. That says a lot, that little headline, doesn't it? Because yeah. they've been trying to censor him for what sharing uh, really unbiased uh news that provides an uh, an alternate opinion more of so it broadens the story out on things like about uh, the pandemic mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it's it's just a total blatant attempt at severe censorship so absolutely bad. like that's her job is to do something about joe rogan what when, when did that happen when exactly. did they become the the guardians of information of what we can hear and what we can't hear that's not their job Mm -hmm. i know and and but they've 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 made it uh, a norm that uh they are in charge of the of the gate the information gate and uh they're not going to let anything slip past the goalie that's not supposed to happen here and that's just uh like you said it's 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 censorship but it's euphemized so that it sounds like, oh, well, they're looking out for us. They're not. This is they're getting paid to do this, too. That's the other thing. You look at the advertisers. Have you have you noticed how uh, Pfizer seems to be uh, the main sponsor of most of our news stations now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. have been for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I think we talked about that. But mm-hmm. I mean, look at look at what's happening. This is this is why. Uh, many years ago, it was illegal for pharmaceutical companies to advertise on television. And once they, of course, 
once they broke that seal, then mm-hmm. healthcare changed dramatically and it's changing. It's, it's the snowball effect at the top of the mountain. Now it's this gigantic snowball that nobody can stop. That's exactly right. Um, I got a lot I could say about that. I did take a lot of notes on that one Rogan episode where I'm just going to, and I want to say too, I'm going to preface this with, I think everything about the censorship movement that has particularly gotten so bad on YouTube that I'm always walking on eggshells over here and trying to speak and code and everything else. I think that that pendulum has hit the very top and is starting to swing back. And I think this whole thing with Rogan is what was just the tip of the, uh, not the tip of the iceberg, but the very pinnacle of the whole thing. It blew the top off of all of this <laughs> because Rogan is like, first of all, one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. He tries to be so responsible, just curious. He doesn't try to uh, incite people. Uh, he doesn't get excited about anything. He's just curious. And uh, and so he lays it out there for people to make up their own minds. And I'm not talking about crazy stuff. Right. It's right. really moderate stuff coming from scientists. It wasn't as a, in agreement with you about Robert Mueller, though, or Mueller, one of the two. Uh, I thought he was way one sided without giving uh, other side. But I don't want to get all my point is You're talking about the uh, inventor of our. mRNA mRNA. yeah yeah correct but let's not go there way off uh kind of like i think we got to decide even in this episode if we're going to talk about particulars like that and i have a lot of them then we're going to have to do it at the end of the show where i'll cut it cut it off of i won't put it on youtube and i think that Maybe there's only a couple. You're going to think I'm crazy when I, what I'm going to say. I think maybe there's only a couple more weeks of this extreme censorship that's going to be going on. Hmm. I, I love think, to believe that. I know, but I think it's becoming so exposed and people are getting freaking irate about it. Absolutely irate. And the, uh, I think this Ro- Rogan thing blew the top off of Okay. I, I love what you're saying. I mean, I, I want to see it, though, boy. <laughs> that's what I, I want to say. And I'm seeing a lot of really interesting things that are happening around the world right now regarding this mm-hmm. um and and really some of the uh some of the the mandates that are that are starting to ebb away right now which is which is wonderful to see yeah. and it's because people are standing up and that's they're, they're, they're fighting for themselves you got the truck drivers movement that's happening up in canada right now that's rocking the entire world Briefly, uh, I want to say, what did you think about Trudeau's comment? Apparently, he said they're waving swastikas. Well, and you know what? I, I'm not sure that there weren't people that were there that were waving swastikas and carrying Confederate flags. You, you could find a freak any place you go right. to. You know you're what right. I'm saying? And, yeah. and not to mention that. Uh, but to conflate it and make it sound like they're a bunch of Nazis uh, holding right. a, some kind of a Nazi rally or something. Well, Come on. We've, we've seen the film. You, you can see that this is completely nonviolent. They're not burning down anything. They're not throwing rocks or, or, or you know, objects and, and hurting people. Uh, my understanding is over the last two weeks, 20 people have been arrested total. And there's literally tens of thousands of people that have been. They're really debating this. how many people are there. Some people say a thousand. Some people say 10,000. And everybody's debating that. It's uh, sort of a carnival atmosphere that's happening. <laughs> Nothing like uh, Chad or Chaz or whatever that was yeah. called, where they're just destroying the, the place. summer of love. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. So, um, I, but Trudeau, back to your your mm -hmm. question, Trudeau's comments were disgusting, and but it's it's so typical of him. I mean, you when you could expect nothing less from a guy like Trudeau to to conflate the whole thing with these are far right extremists that are Nazis and and uh, KKK members, mm -hmm. uh, and and the other same thing too game. Is, same you know, tired game. The, the the Confederate flag in Canada, that doesn't even really make a lot of sense. Unless me. it's a trucker that has come up from I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Do it doesn't really come up from work. here and go through Canada? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, but still, like what what the symbolism of the Confederate flag? What how that doesn't seem to have yeah. any place in Canada Agreed. and in the truck driver movement. Kind of my point, Merle, and throwing this right back in your lap, yeah. but I feel like like even Trudeau, who's been worshipped as this far left god of some sort, I yeah. think he's fallen out of favor. This whole act of uh, using all of this race baiting stuff, the whole movement with this right. blue states getting fed up with these mandates because they're finally hearing the real science, you know, that has been trying to be censored in this whole movement. People are average. Everyday people are getting fed up with it all is what yeah. I'm seeing. Yeah. Well, it, that's what it takes. And, you know, one of the things you and I have been in agreement on for, for many months now is that if this is going to change, it's not going to just automatically change. We're going to have to wrestle our rights back from, yeah these tyrannical uh despots that are out there because they are never in the habit of of giving your rights back once you lose your you're right, right you're you're gonna have to fight all over you're gonna have to i mean you will have to fight in order to get your rights back uh, that's point. why we never want to lose them in the first place that's right i mean that's not, that's the deal it's like they say free speech jordan peterson said free speech man he goes you don't realize how unusual on almost unbelievable almost impossible it is to have free speech how hard it is to attain it and how easy it is to lose it oh absolutely and you look at what's happened mm -hmm. you know barry i just wanted to bring up this point you know we're talking about mandates and most of these mandates have come from either the here in the United States, at least from either uh, a bureaucratic entity or from an executive uh, governor or through executive order or uh, even mayors are doing it and, and the federal government is doing it as well. You and I spent a lot of time talking about the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, where we have established that the mandate should fall under the legislative branch. Um, and these executive orders are really, there's a, there's a place for them, but there's a limited place for them. And when <clears throat> you can declare emergency and just take over, take over the law for years at a time, we've got a problem. So I, I would like to see a way to prevent that from never happening again as a result of everything that we've been through for the last two years, because we can see the trajectory, the path that this has gone, and it's really gone to uh, tyranny. And thank God people are, like you say, uh, are waking up to this mm -hmm. and finally doing something about it. It's, it's, it's funny because this truck driver movement is really hitting the pocketbooks of, of, of nations because it's affecting the supply chain. 
You know, and I want to ask you about that. I haven't read the details about that whole trucker thing, but I just keep up with the headlines that are changing, you know, daily, even twice a day. Uh, I could see both sides. I think, like I said, I don't know all the details, but they literally have shut down towns. And I, so I'm hearing about townspeople. Some townspeople are like, man, I'm angry about this because I'm trying to run a business and they pretty, they have our, our town at a standstill. Mm-hmm. So there's that side of it. Yeah. But then there's the other side. What is, what are the truckers asking for? They, uh, the, the, the big deal is the mandate, the vaccination mandate that they have of being, having to cross the border in order to cross the border, oh. they've got to be vaccinated. Oh, and they're going to win that one. Well, we were already seeing it happening. Um, so mm. there's, uh, 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 several of the uh, government entities in Canada have said that they're they're abolishing their mandates, uh, but it is a it's a federal mandate uh, regarding that border. So mandates inside of uh, Saskatchewan, I think Alberta is another one uh, where they are they're taking away mask and and uh, vax mm-hmm. mandates. But it's that border mandate that they're really after here, and that's going to be a, a Justin Trudeau thing. And and you're seeing what's happening there he's he's not willing to give up that kind of authority he will he will he'll cave when he sees that all his popularity you you know he's been worshipped over there he really has his popularity is tanking quickly right now and he's trying as a result what is he doing he's doing what the democrats always do oh let's double down on identity politics well dude it's run its course it's he's, he, yeah, he sounds like a complete fool. And it's so interesting how easily people get uh, shamed in this situation. Uh, so tired. We, we saw where uh, The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, was going after Joe Rogan because he had said the N-word he at caved. some point. And, mm-hmm. and it turns out he was actually, Joe Rogan was quoting somebody. Uh, so it wasn't right. really him saying it. He was right. quoting it. Sort it was of like taken out of context guy. as always. Yeah, exactly. But how quickly these things happen and how easy it is to pull somebody down because of this. And here, Justin Trudeau, they have pictures of him where he had gone to a party dressed in blackface twice. Um, yeah, twice. <laughs> twice. That was his favorite costume. <laughs> but yeah, he survives this whole thing. It's just kind of kind of funny how these things happen it's sort of the the thing we've talked about with Cuomo and how hey you know he was responsible for the deaths of uh, you know thousands of yeah. the elderly yet <clears throat> he doesn't go down because of that he he goes down because of improper behavior he hugged somebody or whatever uh By the way sucker thing about two weeks ago he got acquitted on both and it was a tiny tiny headline and so it worked their diversion worked yep and that's you're, that's you're the right. shame of that. Um, oh, okay. I was going to say, man, this is something I've been thinking about a lot. And I, again, I just want to lob this back to you. But this whole thing about and I think it started to me, it seems like it started with um, um, I, I was going to say Kucinich, not uh, Kavanaugh, the Kavanaugh hearings about all of a sudden reaching back 40 years into his past and pulling out a yearbook and judging his character on something that may or may not have happened from 40 years ago. And this has become a thing of late and including with Rogan now, Oh, let's go back 10, 20, you know, 10 years plus and uh, pull together these clips out of context. Don't you think 
once again, this is the silliness that is just the pendulum is starting to swing back. People aren't buying into this crap anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I hope, like I said, I want all of this to be real. It seems like it is. Sometimes I get fooled into thinking, Hey, this is it. Oh, no, it's not really happening. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, everyone has a past and things that they've said that they wish that they hadn't said and here we live in this digital age where you can pull up stuff pretty quickly and say oh look you said the n-word mm-hmm. um you know and and i hate that there are words that some people can say stupid but other people can't say it uh i think that's wrong in general anyhow so if there's words out there that some people can say and other people can't my rule is just don't say it. You know, I mean, just stay I away. But it's, totally I disagree. Ridiculous. I think really? if if you really want to take the fever out of this, I should say the fervor out of this, then what we should do is uh, pass a national N word day once a month. You have yeah. to say the N word X amount of times, and what that everybody does, and what that would do is take all the power out of it. Now it's yeah. meaningless. Nobody cares about it anymore. Every time you try to censor something like Joe Rogan, you give it more power. I'll bet you, I don't know this, but I'll bet you his audience increased by at least 10% yeah, during it, the last couple of weeks. It might have, but I, I'm just saying, like, you take a look at the N-word. Black people can say it. They can say it to each other. They That's can say my it point. To everybody else. Yeah, so they're saying it all the time. So it uh, makes it so powerful. It makes it a weapon. It's weaponized. Look, Somebody way, tried to use it against Rogan as a weapon. Now, I understand what you're saying, but from my point of view, as a black person, I just feel like, why use the word? It's, well, it's, 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 it's a word that is, it just divides people. Yeah. I, I don't, I just, I personally, it's not a word I use, but I've used it. Well, <laughs> it's just I, not like one right. that I, I, I don't like, particularly yeah, like don't the word to. robust. I don't like when people say robust. I never had. And you know that it sounds like you're on a freaking commercial, you know, right. but I don't care. If somebody use. well, do I care? No, I don't like when someone uses it, but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a weird word. I, I'm not personally. I don't care. Any you use it. I don't care. Uh, yeah. But for me, I'm, I just. I, I don't need to throw that out there, I guess, is what I'm saying to 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 throw gasoline because it's basically it's it's a it's one of the it's a trap. It's been it's used a total as a trap. trap. It's a total trap. Yeah. Total agreement yeah. with you there. By the yeah. way, Lisa says that you should move your guitars to the other side of the room. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, I'm going to actually hang those up. Uh, they're just sitting oh, there for right nice. now. It's, it's okay. all staging and everything right okay. now that's happening. We're trying to figure it out, but uh, but yeah, that would be uh, that would kind of even out the room because with the door and everything, it's a little blank. But we're trying to figure it out over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to figure it out. But uh, hey, we were talking about the Cuomo effect, and interestingly, in the news, we talked we talked last week about uh, Zucker going down because he hadn't actually uh, disclosed his relationship with another executive there. And we CNN. both agreed there's more to that story. I you found got it? a little bit more okay. here. It turns out um, that uh, media reports have said that Cuomo's legal team threatened to expose oh, yeah. Zucker's yeah. undisclosed romantic relationship with CNN executive vice president Alan, Allison Golist. 
who had served as Cuomo's communication director, but Rolling Stone reported that sources had information that Zucker and Gullis were advising the governor at the beginning of the COVID pandemic in ways not dissimilar to what led to Chris Cuomo's dismissal. So, so there it is, is that he was doing the, the exact same thing that uh, uh, Cuomo's brother Chris was doing. Your connection is so screwed up. Um, Get that? Uh, yeah, yeah. You froze up for a long time, which is distracting. And then it comes in kind of fast, and then yeah. But yes, you're right. Uh, I did get a lot, a lot of that Cuomo effect, and uh, it's said that he's trying to get the remaining 18 million off his contract. That that's yeah. that's so, the motivation. So yeah, and here's the deal: is that uh, turns out, oh brother. Get the that booster. Don Lemon uh, actually had advised Zucker not not to pay him that. Yeah. Lemon. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of getting difficult. We're hitting a little rough spot here. Yeah. Uh, but it Lemon, you're saying bad. Lemon advised Cuomo? What? The, Lemon, Don Lemon, who they, they apparently Chris and Don Lemon had a pretty good relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, I love you, brother. That's how yeah. they'd sign out to each other. Well, here he is. Uh, it says... Uh, that uh, he's a, he was advising Warner Media CEO Jack Klinger not to pay him that severance package, saying that hey, if it gets out that uh, we can do these unethical things and then get paid for oh boy doing them, that's going to make us look bad. So Lemon standing against Cuomo getting that severance package. Okay. Which, by the way, that'd be one thing I could definitely agree with Don Lemon on, but this whole facade uh, it seems to be breaking apart pretty quickly over at CNN. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, they so they got uh, they got bought out by who? Who was that that bought them? Di not Disney. Who, who bought them? Oh, uh, AT&T sold them. I forget who bought them, but, um, you know, they're they're. Uh, they said that the new CEO really wants to uh, get back to real news. That's quite a statement. Well, it all depends on what his definition of real news is. So <laughs> we'll have to see. Well, you know what? I'm right there with you, though. You know what I heard someone say? I don't remember who said this is. But wait, Trump is going to enter the fray again right around the corner. And they are going to go to they're going to find themselves bottom feeding again very quickly. Well, see, because he boosts the ratings. Yeah. And see, that's exactly what I'm concerned about with a, a Trump campaign is everything becomes yeah. about Trump. It sucks all the oxygen out yeah. of the room. Yeah. Uh, nobody has people for some reason can't think straight when he's around and uh, <laughs> right. they, we can't we somehow can't lose all composure reasoning faculties. Yeah. And uh, we just become these emotional uh, windbags. So I, I don't you know I, what happened concerned about this. Oh, you should be, because here's what happened for four years. Those numbskulls all just said anyone but Trump didn't have a platform, didn't have a person, anyone but Trump. That's all they said. And that led to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the mess that we've been in for the last year. And. and, and it's blown and up in their face. I, and I could see it happening the exact opposite way because they're going to get do, Trump put in here. They're putting Trump back in. What I see here is 
that the Republicans, I'm almost embarrassed to say I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative. The the problem is the Republicans. And here's I see that they have a great opportunity here with the midterm elections and they're riding high off of all the failures of the Biden administration. But you can't you can't. It's weak to govern in that particular manner. You've got to have policies. You've got to have. Uh, you've got to have solid policies that you can hang your hat on instead of just don't vote for those guys because they're bad. That's, uh, that's that, all that's, that's going on. Yeah. And, and I'm, I, my fear is that that's the Republican thing that's about to happen right here. Agreed. You know, you get the Republicans in there and they bollocks it all up. They don't do what they're mm-hmm. supposed to do. They do exactly what the Democrats have done on the, on the Biden side is they finally get their opportunity and they screw everything all up. <laughs> Right. I mean, that's what's going to happen here if, if if we don't watch out. And and, you know, it, it seems to me that just like you said, the Trump administration is what caused the Biden administration. So yes. you put Trump back in there again. What do you think is going to happen? The Biden administration is going to cause the Trump administration again. Unless unless, buddy, listen to this. I'm Mr. Hopeful today. I'm Mr. Positive. OK, I like it. So the, the average average American population is getting wise to all this. They're getting fed up. They're getting fed up with the censorship. They're fed up with these mandates. Um, They're fed up with uh, the Democratic Party, with the crime that's going on in these Democratic run cities, getting fed up with everything. Maybe they're going to get fed up with these crappy candidates and demand better candidates. I I don't want to see Trump, Biden, Harris, Hillary. I don't want to see any of them up there anymore. I want to see some real solid people up there. Well, and I think that they I, I agree with you. And I think that the debate format that we've seen so far has got to change because what happens yeah. is we've got these milk toast uh, debates. And the reason they're milk toast is because of the moderators sound bites. And yeah, and that's yeah. all you're getting. And it's just, gosh, the last one we saw presidential debates that we saw were just the worst Horrible. in the world. I've never seen anything. And they just keep getting worse. Every time I think that was the worst, it can't get any worse. It gets even worse. And we're going to see that again if they don't make changes here. Again, Mr. Hopeful here. I think we also have seen uh, the podcasts have gotten so big now. And and frankly, the last maybe 20 percent of the population that hadn't heard of Joe Rogan now know of Joe Rogan, thanks to their attempt at censoring him, which, again, is always backfires. I would like to see more uh, more candidates go on his show. My point. Exactly. We're going to. I would definitely going to. That's where I I fell in love with Tulsi Gabbard. Three hours of listening to her and I was sold. I wow. Lights are on. Everyone's home. I could definitely trust her. May not agree with all the policies, but uh, she sure as heck would have been a a very pleasant alternative to Joe Biden in France. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if I had a choice, I I would choose her 100 percent of the time over Joe Biden. Big (laughs) time. Hey, uh, uh, but but as we see here, uh, we are hitting a, a situation where Joe Biden's popularity, to your point, has mm, has taken a big hit. Uh, he in the latest polls, he's below 40 percent mm. uh, lowest ever. Actually, this is like record low and uh, not just for Joe Biden, but for presidents since polling began. <laughs> and here we just hit uh yesterday the news came out that we just hit a 40-year high as far as inflation uh, the consumer yes. uh, price yeah. index down to 7.5 uh, percent 
and and everyone's feeling this and at the same time what happens normally in politics is that that the administration starts to make moves that are um antithetical to the moves that they had made before so i think what we're going to see mm. is some desperate moves that are happening here and here we've got russia happening what does that mean uh yeah. how how does that whole thing play out I, we're in a we're in a very interesting spot in history right now barry yeah i agree the russian thing i've been saying for a while i kind of feel part of me and i'm the only one saying this i kind of feel like the military industrial complex kind of gave biden uh a choice it's like after that debacle in Afghanistan, which left a lot of people without their paychecks, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, contract people, and not to mention all the kickbacks all these people were getting in the military throughout uh, politicians. I think the military industrial complex said, look, man, we'll uh, get you out of this mess if you get us back in to the that's kind of how I feel there might be a little bit of that. I don't know why the United States feels that they have to spearhead these things. I don't, I think uh, maybe Europe should play a larger role, but you know, this isn't my bag. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. I guess we're going to find out things are <laughs> happening. Yeah. Things are happening. Uh, it, it really worries me. Didn't uh, Russia make some kind of mention of a possible nuclear something? I thought I heard the word no nuclear getting thrown around. I I hadn't heard that, but um, but that's the whole thing. It's that we we're in a situation with a nuclear power. Uh, we've we, over the last twenty years, you know, we've been in Iraq, we've been in Afghanistan, uh, even uh, in in Darfur, Mogadishu, all that. None of these guys are nuclear powers, and it took us 20 years to get out of Afghanistan. Now we're looking at a possible tangle with a, a superior force that has that has nukes. So I say, you know, Scary diplomacy man. should be the name of the game here. Uh, yeah, I wonder who's in charge of that. Uh, yeah, that's a scary thought. <laughs> that's a worrisome thing. Uh, I want to share a totally different story. I wonder if you heard about it. this is in the New York Post. And I just thought it was like, I was like, what? Elderly nun sentenced to prison. This is in your old, uh, old hood, L.A. Sentenced to prison for gambling away the elementary school's funds. Uh, well, 80 year old nun was sentenced to a year, a year. Oh my God. In prison for fraud, money laundering charges in order to pay, uh, her over $825,000 in, uh, restitution. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I gotta say, man, that woman's got a little addiction problem right there, but she gets a year, <laughs> I think. a year. You cheat on your taxes to the tune of two thousand dollars. You're going to get ten if you're you, yeah, you or yeah. me. She must have had a good lawyer uh, in order to get a year. Yeah, on the that. pope. And, gosh, yeah, the pope. <laughs> it's got his law degree. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, real quick. Uh, I know we're running out of time here. But oh, that's I don't right. know if you've had a chance to watch the Olympics at all. No, I uh, wouldn't ask you. Have about you? It. Yeah. Not at all. No, I have no interest. In fact, I think the ratings are at all time lows. They actually are. They've no. never seen ratings like this before. And uh, uh, th there's all kinds of crazy stuff that's gone on here. Let's see here. Uh, uh, the, the one thing was that they the the torch lighting, I found out after the show last week that the torch lighting was done by 
an athlete on the Chinese team that's a Uyghur. Mm, and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of talk coming about that, about how this was really just uh, hypocrisy from the from the CCP. And this is their way of showing, oh, no, everybody gets along here. Well, it turns out that uh, this uh, shortly after this Uyghur, uh, Yalamu Yang, I think that's how you pronounce the Dude, last I name. I think that was a good attempt. Yeah. Well, this this person now, after they finished their, it was, she, she's a skier. Um, she's disappeared now. They can't find her. The reporters can't find this. This is a Are person that sure? was there and has disappeared. Yep. This is uh let's see hey let me just read this just days into the 2022 beijing winter games and controversy already abounds dutch reporter i don't know if you saw this a dutch reporter was mishandled by chinese authorities while filming have you seen that thought i saw a video of that yeah yeah pretty crazy stuff athletes and coaches have complained about inhumane treatment uh during forced quarantine uh, top foreign athletes have been disqualified on questionable grounds including improper attire Security experts from around the world have warned about the Chinese regime spying on athletes and visitors through mandatory health monitoring app. Mm. Human rights groups were appalled when the CCP selected an ethnic Uyghur to light the Olympic flame, calling it a political stunt to distract attention away from human rights violations. And after her event on February 5th, journalists waited for Yula, Yula Zhang, but she never showed up. Reporters were also unable to reach her through China's National Olympic Committee. At a press conference, Beijing Olympic organizers refused to comment on her disappearance. No, I thought, I rem- was that a few days ago? Uh, I just pulled that today. Oh, then it must be a different one because there was something uh, like Monday or something like that. seems like a little while ago that the Daily Mail had a story kind of like that. And so what I always do, if I'm if I'm like, hmm, I might save this for the podcast. Well, I double check with other media. Right. And in that story, they were sensationalizing the headline and it was like, oh, the person disappeared. Meaning and what it really was is they just didn't uh, they they. They hid themselves from media was mm. all because I looked at it on other in other papers. First of all, I could hardly find it anywhere else. And then uh, after reading, oh, just uh, hiding from the media. Oh, but wanted to make it sound like, oh, China made this person disappear. But no, in that one, that sounds like that one. And I'll never put it past China to make somebody disappear. You know, right. so That's don't get me do. wrong. They're right. good at that. <laughs> They're very uh, good at that. Yeah. Or, or people mysteriously falling out of windows because they have those tricky windows over there. Yeah, yeah, they're real tricky. It's, they're, they, I, I, they I have like a gravitational pull. Yeah, yeah, no, I fell out. You know, they suck you right out those windows. <laughs> it's it's the current, the air currents there. Well, uh, the, the tennis star uh, Peng Peng Shui, uh, the one that we've been yes, talking about yes. so much, she was in the news too. She was interviewed uh, there, and where she's saying that. Uh, her quote, I never said that anyone made me submit to sexual assault. My private life should not be brought up in sports and politics. Everybody is calling her interview a uh, a state-sponsored interview where oh, she yeah. was actually made to say these things. So oh, she, yeah. she completely retracted what she said, uh, acted real squirrely about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know exactly what's going on over there. So 
Um, you know, not a surprise what's happening and not really a surprise that the, the ratings are down on this whole thing as well. No, no. Well, I think, and in my opinion, my opinion only now there's four years between those Olympics. That's a long time. When you talk tech, I'm talking tech. It's two years now because of the way they split summer and winter Olympics up. So you're right about that summer and winter. Right. But uh, there's been a big movement away from broadcast TV and away from cable huge in the last couple years, last four years. And so I think a lot, I think a lot of it is simply people not, you know, having channels three, five and eight or whatever your local channels on at their fingertips all the time because they're streaming stuff. Uh, so I think that's the majority of it, but it could be, well, it could be, you know, so NBC's got their app out there, Peacock, and a lot of people are watching it on that, but they're apparently they're monitoring that as well. Uh, and still coming up, uh, very, Mm. very short on this whole thing. Mm. So there's a multitude of reasons. I think the main reason is the human rights atrocities. Uh, people just aren't into what's happening with China and everything we've gone through in the past couple of years, we know where it's all come from. Um, man, I think that's got a lot, lot to do with it. I think so too. And I, I just think, you know, the, the, uh, international Olympic committee kowtow to China. I mean, they just, Mm. had it there in, uh, Oh man, you're breaking up bad. 2008. Now they got it there. Uh, it is what it is. Okay, cool. Um, I, I just wanted to mention, I, Oh, you are so frozen. Hey, uh, did you hear about Bob Saget? Uh, Hello. Well, of course, that he hit his head and he died. Was there something more? Boy, you are gone. Uh, no, that, that's it. Well, oh, here. okay. Uh, yeah, boy, we had a really bad spot with you here. Um, but you're back now. Um, I, I did. Certainly I did. I was thinking that there was a couple more things going back and forth about him. Like there's something interesting about that. But I don't really, uh, I can't remember, but I, I know I said, uh, to Lisa, a good way to go. Sure. beats. most of us have horrific deaths dealing with cancer or something. He hit his head and went to bed and never woke up. Yeah. You know, if you're going to go, uh, you might as well, you know, go to sleep and boom, you're, you're out of there. That would be unfortunate though. The guy's pretty young guy for something like that to happen. So very low, uh, very low. My heart goes out to the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, too, stand, that's too bad. Stand up comedians. Uh, Hey dog, knock it off. Stand up comedians were really, really moved. Uh, they really loved the guy and uh, everybody had something to say, you know, positive about him. That's what I, heard. I, I just, uh, as I'm scrolling through my notes in, as we're winding up, I did want to throw out here. Um, when we're talking about Rogan and all that controversy, Spotify controversy, and will Spotify uh, end his contract and all of that. And there's no way they're going to do that. Uh, but rumble rumble offered Rogan a hundred million dollars. I heard so, that. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you did. That's huge. And that would put rumble way on the map, man, way on the map. Well, and, and I heard that he turned it down because Spotify has stuck with him. They've been yeah, loyal. To he's got a so He's going to be loyal to them. Yep. And I think yeah. that's the right thing to do, but no, interesting I, I, what's going on with that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, let's see what, what, uh, what, Oh, I got, uh, I got some lighter side stuff that I want to share with you. I got a super cute short, video. And uh, let me share this here. 
and uh, little girl, precious little girl covers a dog's ear from the fireworks. Oh. Watch this. <laughs> I should have blown it up. I forgot. Um, that was a, cute. The cutest thing in the world. Now I got to say, I'm going to sound like, oh, let me stop this. I'm going to sound like an old man here, and I know it, but I am really over the fireworks thing. When it, For one, I've always had dogs in, in the Heights, which all the houses are close together and stuff. It's gotten to be like Beirut here uh, over the last mm -hmm. 10 years or so. Just everybody with illegal fireworks everywhere. I mean, just waiting for my house to get hit with one, but mostly my dogs are terrified throughout the years of this. And then I have a friend uh, just a couple streets over who was in Afghanistan and she admittedly suffers from PTSD. And she says it's a horrifying experience getting mm. and it does. It's not just 4th of July in, in the Heights, especially University Heights. It's all of July. And so I don't know. I'm just over that. And, you know, even when I was a kid, I never liked those big thunder booms that they do in the middle of fireworks. Right, I always thought right. those were unnecessary. Huh. Like, what's the big deal? You know, what I noticed is that uh, when they shut down our fireworks shows uh, during the uh, the pandemic, uh, that that uh, that was when I never saw the the, the amount of fireworks that I saw actually happening, but it was like all the neighbors suddenly had fireworks and they were shooting them off when that never happened before. So yeah, I gotta do something. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, maybe that seemed to be worse for people that had PTSD and had pets than having like a centralized area where everybody goes. So yeah. I, I think they made the whole problem that you just said worse by trying to limit that whole thing and actually spread like wildfire it's a thing that you're not allowed to do that makes you want to do it even more yeah that's like censorship yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly mm -hmm. it's just like censorship just right. like it i think that's a really good point merle uh i got another one here this okay. is uh you're gonna like this dolly parton's dollywood to cover full tuition for all employees how freaking ah. cool is that she's cool she, she's i like got a great reputation is you know people always try to bring people that are at the top people always want to bring them down and people for decades have been trying to bring this woman down and she's one of those unlike the rock or john cena she she will just look at the camera or look you in the eye and say don't judge me i you know i'm not here to be judged by you and i'm not judging you she just so, seems so genuine, right? That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But to do this, I mean, my God, that's, I mean, in today's day and age, that's, you, you could be at yeah, risk of millions of dollars. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so beginning of February 24th, seasonal part-time and seasonal part-time and full-time employees of Dollywood parks and resort will be eligible for the tuition program. I just say, Hey, God bless you, Dolly Parton. You are, we need more of you in this world. That's, I totally agree with you on that one. God bless Dolly Parton. That right. is awesome. With that, we are definitely out of time. And, uh, but I think we've got a ton to do in the after show. And we got to make some decisions on how, uh, how far we go with the after show. May not make it to YouTube, but it'll certainly be on our podcast channels. Right on. All right. So guys, go to over 50 starting over and uh, wherever the after show is, it will be there. Sign up at over 50 starting over and you'll get these links right into your email box as they drop.
See you guys next week.